Welcome to the Kevin and Fred Show. I am your host, Kevin Kaufman, and along with my business partner, Fred Weaver, we bring to you our podcast where we highlight some of the best and brightest in the real estate industry, along with a weekly segment called Industry Headlines. We are a proud member of the Industry Syndicate, family of real estate podcasts, and we are so glad that you are listening and tuning in today, and we hope you enjoy our show. All right, guys, we are back with the Kevin and Fred Show, and today, uh, I'm joined by my friend, Jake Dixon. Jake, how's it going, buddy? Good, Kevin. How are you doing, man? Doing good, man. Can't complain. I'm glad you and I are finally getting the chance to do this. Uh, we've been looking to sync up our schedules for quite some time and mostly to my fault. Uh, I'm very scattered and, uh, and so it took us to way too long, but I'm glad we're here, man. It's always your fault, dude. Get used to it. <laughs> it is hundred percent of the time. I've, I've accepted that. So let's do this, Jake. Uh, let's start here. Who is Jake Dixon and and what do you like what do you do today? I'm gonna bounce around timeline just because there's there's stuff about you I know obviously from our conversations over over the past few months, but I'd love to just sort of talk talk around like what do you do today and tell tell me a little bit about that. Sure. Well, here's the cheesy response. Above all else, I'm a father, I'm a husband, right? I've got two beautiful girls, Ava and Addie, and um, I'm a nerd at heart because I have a hobby that I go looking for Indian artifacts, arrowheads, things like that. So, so there you go. And one more nerd alert. I am sitting at Dwight K. Schrute's desk from the office. So if we have any office fans out there, I purchased it off screenbid.com. This is the real deal. I got the certificate and everything. So Seriously? there you go. Screenbid.com. Okay. There's a, there's a, there's a first plug of the show screen. <laughs> so Tell me like what's what, tell what's the locker room? Let's start here. Sure. Tell me tell me what is the locker room and then I want to kind of dive into how that came to be and uh, like I said we'll we'll bounce around on the timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, in all seriousness, I'm I'm the owner, founder of the locker room and we're a real estate coaching and training company that specializes in partnering with broker owners, team leads and providing services uh, plug and play all inclusive um, for them as well as the agents within their organizations. Awesome. So when you say that, when you say like partnering with like broker owners and stuff, well, give me an idea. What does that look like? Sure. So, you know, you got plenty of coaching options out there. So one of the ways that we like to distinguish ourselves of our unique value proposition is by being a partner. It's not this coach coachy transactional relationship that I often find. We want to see ourselves as an extension of them and they as an extension of us. So it's almost as if we um, integrate ourselves within their culture, within their organization, um, almost, you know, like I said, an ex- extension of them, a board of directors, if you will, but without all the uh, formality to it. Awesome. Okay. So you could, so theoretically, let's say I'm a broker owner, whether I could have five agents in my company or 500 agents, I can kind of hire you or contract with you as a sort of a all-in-one coaching solution for my company. That's exactly right. Yeah. Coaching and training. So we oftentimes spend the time coaching the actual broker owner, whomever on the leadership team, but all the while we're, we're providing training and plug and play solutions for the agents. So it's kind of this catch all everything you need um, in one spot versus trying to, you know, have 17 different subscriptions for things out there. Very cool. I like that. Okay. So, uh, and tell me how, so when did you get into real estate? Yeah. So I started actually back in 07, if it counts, because I spent three years selling new home construction with Lennar Homes. Hold on. You got through, you got three years starting in 07. Yeah, man. What that's a great a time, miracle. Right? That's a miracle. So I got licensed in 07 as well, but, um, you know, definitely the new home for me, I considered it a blessing and, and lucky that I started doing short sales from the, from the jump, but new home sales, man, that had to be rough at that time. 
It well, I I I mean, in hindsight, I guess maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I did well, it did fine, but uh, yeah, what a heck of a time to get in, especially new construction, right? But fast forward, then um, I took a hiatus, did some entrepreneurial things, started my own indoor baseball training facility. I do have a background um, playing college and professional baseball, but then got the real estate itch again. So ended up joining at the time Keller Williams in 2013, became a team leader, did that for a number of years, transitioned to becoming a productivity coach. And that was really the catalyst to the locker room as we know it today. Gotcha. So, so knowing, so dropping the, the baseball background, obviously that's where the locker room thing comes from, right? That's it. Real estate's a contact sport. Get your Jersey dirty. <laughs> I love it. What's uh? Well, what, what I gotta know? Just I'm scratching a per- personal itch here. Like, what position did you play, and uh, where'd you go to? Where'd you go to school? Yeah. So most people never know this when they see me on a on a screen or whatever. I'm I'm six foot six, so I'm a big dude. So I'm a tall, lanky, right-handed pitcher. That's what uh, it was. But I will say, I got drafted out of high school as a hitter, so I did have a good bat, believe it or not. But I turned that down, took a full ride scholarship to play ball in college, and that's where I really just uh, stuck to the pitching for whatever reason. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Six foot six. There, there you go. Too bad you weren't left-handed, man. You'd probably still be playing baseball. That's uh, it. I know. I right. know. I'm going <laughs> to tie my, my two daughters. They, they're pretty good athletes so far. I'm going to tie their right hand behind their back. So they have to be left-handed. <laughs> That's not a bad strategic move. I like it. So cool. So you, so the, so you become on, so you start kind of going through your real estate uh, world here. You go, you lead, you lead an office and you decide to go and start kind of coaching and training. And is that where, that's where the idea for locker room comes about? It really was. Yeah. I mean, you know, Kevin, after, after running and leading an office for so long, I had some come to Jesus talks with myself and realized I'm good at it. And yet I'm not passionate about specifically recruiting and and dealing with all of that. But man, I lit up like a Christmas tree when I would sit across the desk from an agent and could really roll up my sleeves, pour into them and their business. I'm like, why am I not doing this? for a living. And so there you go. I fast forward and, and um, yes, became a coach. And it was during that period of transition from, from leadership uh, as far as like a CEO team lead of an office to coach where I attended an event about expansion. There was a lot of teams expanding at the time. And um, I still have my notebook today with all the scribbles in it. It's like, wow, what if I could create an expansion platform for coaches, which didn't exist at the time, you know, in this, models and systems culture. And that's exactly what we did. And fast forward two years later, we had 150 offices that had partnered with us. So we knew we had something that uh, was needed and that was working. And it's kind of been history ever since then. That's awesome, man. Um, That is, uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's kind of a double-edged sword in real estate coaching and training. There's, There's plenty of it and too much of it. And yet at the same time, almost not enough, right? There's, so there's, there's so many coaches out there that really haven't done anything at all when it comes to real estate sales. They're, they're trying to train and coach on real estate sales and they, they truthfully have no business doing that. Um, but then there's really a lack of, like there's a lack of, of great coaches, like a great coaching and training in our industry, despite the fact that there's a plethora of mediocre, yeah. right? Well, I I think, and I don't want to get into semantics or whatever, but, you know, I think part of it is you look at any Facebook group out there and and somebody makes a post of, Hey, who do you know? That's a great coach. And it's just flooded with comments, which is great. It's good for the profession. However, you've got about an equal amount of people who are dogging it. And I get it from an outsider's perspective. Totally. Um, 
so I think it's, cl- it's, it's important to clarify what is that difference between coaching, training, mentoring, consulting, like there are arguably differences. And I think a lot of people out there that call themselves coaches are actually trainers. They're talking at people. And I've yeah. learned the art of coaching is actually shutting up, asking really powerful and pointed questions and letting that other person self-discover and then sprinkling in the brainstorming, the training and, and things of that nature. Right. Yeah, that's so true. There's, um, you know, I, I get asked the question because I run one of those Facebook groups and obviously have, have podcasts and I just I've always had a really good, uh, expansive network of real estate agents across the country and really across the world. And so I get asked a lot, um, sometimes privately, a lot of times privately, oftentimes too in the group, you know, who's a great coach. And my first question is always like, I know a lot of great coaches, but unfortunately I know way more bad ones. So let's start here. Tell me what you're looking for. What are you, you know, what are you trying to do? And I always find myself actually having to consult with somebody first before I can recommend a couple of coaches. And I'm I'm very fortunate because I do know some really great ones. Um, But, you know, to your point, we've uh, almost like the whole industry, uh, you know, as a whole, we've kind of earned our reputation, unfortunately, because, um, because as a whole, we're not, we're not awesome, but there are some really amazing coaches and, and agents and stuff out there. So I love that you differentiate there and talk about the difference between training and coaching because those two are two wildly different things. They really are. Yeah. One of my good friends says it uh, real, real well, you know who he is of people pay for proximity. I mean, really at the yeah. end of the day, proximity, including accountability and, and just having you in on their team in the corner versus just information. I've found a lot of times the last thing most people need is more information. Like, you know what to freaking do. Stop pretending as if you don't. Go on YouTube if all you want is free information. I get it, right? Now, don't get me wrong. We create a lot of our own materials and information, but it's it's got to be applied. And oftentimes the way you apply it, it is with somebody who's willing to hold your feet to the fire, ask the questions that nobody else will ask and call you out on your stuff if you're not a person of integrity doing what you said you were going to do. Yeah. That man, it's, it's so true. And you know, you, you mentioned that proximity thing. That's one thing I I'll say to people. I find myself saying often is, you know, I'll be talking about maybe it's a group of people or a company that they, that somebody might want to be a customer of. And oftentimes I find myself saying, especially with the ones that I'm a part of, I like what I'll say is like, you know, Hey, this isn't just about like XYZ service or this thing or this source of leads or whatever you're you, like, truthfully, the real value here is the proximity to either the person that owns the company right. or the group of people that have cr- been created inside of this company, because that's where the real power is, right? You know, it's that it's old saying there's, you know, the best things aren't spoon fed or more is more is caught than taught. When you're, when you're around great people, you're going to pick up on a whole lot more if you're, you know, you're available and listening for that's, it. That's so true. And I know it's overused, but you know, the people that say your network equals your net worth. Yeah. I believe in that a lot, right? Because they demand a certain uh, posture. If you're going to be in their presence and, and they meaning whoever you aspire to be, and they let you in that inner circle, you have to become somebody in a better version than you currently are to, to stay there because they're going to demand that of you. And, and I think a lot of people avoid that intentional discomfort because it's easier to be in the shadows. It's easier to make excuses and point the blame and and be a victim versus somebody calling you on your stuff. But uh, that's why I think coaching in any industry, any profession will always be relevant. It's not for everybody because everybody's not really ready for it, in my opinion. 
You know, that's, oh, that's a, that's a really good point. It isn't for everybody, but I do, I would say it is for everybody that wants to has another level or has something that they desire. Right. And the thing is within, within our industry, it's still not everyone, but there's a large percentage of us that when we got into real estate because we're entrepreneurial and we didn't want to have a job and maybe we wanted to have unlimited income opportunities, things like that. So assuming that most of us do want to have some sort of different level or more, whatever that looks like in our life, um, that to me and my, like, I guess my worldview of it is just like that requires proximity to people that are going to hold me accountable to doing the things that require me to kind of move forward. Right. Yeah. Commitment to the process, right? We, we speak in goals and, and, and things, but what if we replaced, I'm going to set goals to, I'm going to set promises. I'm going to set commitments, you know, it takes on a different term. And I actually just this morning had a coaching conversation with someone else. And uh, we were talking about this mystical motivation thing and saying, I'm, I'm encouraging this individual to stop playing victim themselves. And this is another coach I'm referring to because they're, they catch themselves saying things. Well, my, the agents aren't motivated. I'm like, whoa, 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 really? You think whatever your belief system is, but God or otherwise put somebody on this earth. Who's just flat out unmotivated. I'm not buying it. So the more we feed that lie, we're, we're just a part of the, the problem versus being a part of the solution. I don't believe there's anything such a thing as an unmotivated person. What we have to do is stop barking orders at them to go, go call Fizbo's, go call it. If they're just not going to do it and they'd rather stab their eyes out than do that. My job is to extract, what are you naturally gifted at? What are you naturally passionate about that inspires you? And then figure out how we can make that ingrained in real estate. If they love to draw or they're artistic and creative, great. How can we apply that to your lead generation, for example, in real estate? So you actually look forward to it instead of dreading it every day. Yeah, I think that's so true. You know, one thing I've always said, um, it's like, I'll never, I'm not here to motivate anybody. I can't, you can't motivate me. That's That's an internal thing. What I can do as a coach, mentor, team leader, fill in the blank, whatever, is I can help you tap into your motivation, but it's your motivation, not mine. And so if I think I'm going to motivate you the way I, the way I'm motivated, I might, I might be right because of dumb luck, but most times I'm going to, I'm going to be wrong. Right. Exactly. Well, and that's why it strikes to the court of, of who we are. And this is not meant to be a shameless promo or plug. No, I'm no, no. Feel free. Saying, like, so, so our company was really built on and, and still remains to this day fighting for the agents who are, I don't know if you want to say underserved or whatever, but maybe forgotten. And that is the 87% of agents who fail in their first couple of years. It's the 97% of, of NAR who sells 24 or fewer homes per year. Like we're not built nor want to compete with the other entities out there in the coaching space who are, who are geared towards that. That's fine. That works for them. But I want that, the underdog. I'd rather work with the stay-at-home mom or the, the single dad or something like that who's who's fighting in, in his currently dual career, like that's who we're built for. And the way we serve them, like I said, is partnering with these broker owners because we know most of their rosters are filled with that exact person. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt about that. Um, I, I like that. Yeah, I like how clear you are too on 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 who that is. Was that was that the plan from the jump or has that has that kind of evolved over the years? It, well, it, it's, it's evolved, but I, what I found is it, it's, it was there all along and not to get all sentimental or anything, but like 
it's part of my own journey, I guess, is I, I was, I'm from a really small town in the middle of nowhere, Illinois, and had the dreams and goals of playing, playing baseball. And, and you don't do that. You, what you do is you farm. That's, that's what we do is we farm. Okay. Yeah. So I had people like most, I'm not special, but my journey is my journey. And I had people along the way, the naysayers, the haters, the people say, you can't do that. And I'm like, screw that. I'm going to freaking prove you wrong. So I naturally have developed this chip on the shoulder. I have something to prove, even if it's just proving it to me, like, tell me I can't do something. And so I think I've carried that fire in my belly over into how I build and run this business by taking a stance for that person, knowing every person's likely had folks in their life who were saying those things and us taking a stance for them and saying, no, 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 that doesn't have to be your truth. Yeah. You know, I, I love that. I remember very similar sort of experience coming into real estate and specifically I had um, the OP uh, owner of the office that I had first real estate office I joined. I remember the day I met him and he looked at me and he like, and he gave me the Jesus, you're not going to make it look like, what are you doing here? And I'll never forget it. Like, I'll never forget the way he made me feel that day with just his literally just with his, with his gaze and huh. Okay. And, uh, and I was like, you know, from, from then on, I just remember thinking like, so I'm, I'm all about, I love, I love new agents, people who are new to the industry. Um, what I had to learn is that not everyone is going to, most people in fact, won't make it. However, um, a, some of them will. And what we don't know is who, like we never know who it is. And so I'm a, I'm a firm believer and you, you got to give people a chance to, to prove to them, to prove to you who they are, let them prove to themselves who they are. And if, they, if they've got what it takes to make it right and never to write somebody off because they're new or they don't know what to do yet. They don't like, that to me, that's just like, that's the biggest mistake and, and definitely a chip on the shoulder. Well, it's, it's, it's amazing, especially in these groups, Kevin, you know, how quickly, how quickly people forget that we were all new. We all started something new right. and we suck really bad at it. And then we start to suck a little less. And then over time, as long as you stick with it, you, you actually kind of start to get pretty decent at it. Right. But the, anyways, the treatment of agents, agents and coaches, not you know, giving up on people who just because they're new to the business or their circumstances require them to have a full-time job while they're still trying to pull off this real estate thing. I, I don't want to be too quick to write those folks off. And like you said, perfectly there, let them prove to us and themselves who they really are based on how they show up. That's the commitment. Yeah. You know, I had this experience specifically with a number of agents who they showed up and I interviewed them and, you know, hired them for, for our team. And, um, and it was like the most impressive part about them was the interview, right? Because yeah. they when they showed up, they just, they actually never really did show up sometimes just not figuratively and sometimes never even physically. No. But then I'd have so many other agents. Uh, there's a, one of my favorite, one of my favorite team members, uh, Kelly is uh, he's been with us now for just over six years. And I remember the day I met him and I remember thinking, doesn't sound like, doesn't look like, doesn't talk like, doesn't walk like your prototypical agent, but there is something about this guy. And I just don't know, I can't place my finger on it. And, uh, I like I've got to give this guy a chance. And I'm, you know, he, I guarantee he'd just be overlooked by most people. And sure enough, six years later, here he is still here, <laughs> still selling a lot of real estate, having a great time doing it. Learn, you know, learned a lot in the last six years. And for every time there's, you know, there's a Kelly, 
who I think a lot of people would not have hired him based on his interview because he didn't have those characteristics that we're taught to look for. Right. Yet so many, I've also lost count of how many people who sounded like they had them all. And then we're actually, you know, afraid to use any of them or, or show up ever. That is so true. Isn't that scary though, man, when you think about that, like that judgment and we're human, like I'm not shaming anybody. I do it too, but that judgment that we cast on other people, where else is that showing up in our lives? And where else are we discounting people's abilities or what contribution they can make into our lives even, right? And it sounds like Kelly is a prime example of that is something about you, you know, you got that it factor, whatever it is. And, um, you know, there's, I'm with you. There's a lot of people I'm like, oh my gosh, on paper, they've got the resume. They're going to be a rock star, the the rock star term. And then they just do nothing and that's okay. That's their choice. But man, you're right. Careful to judge. One of my favorite things is when someone tells me they just hired, you know, they've hired a rock star, they got a rock star on their team. I'm like, first question is always cool. How long for how long? And it's, you know, I swear to God, it always, oh, they just started over 30 days or they start next week. And I'm like, yeah, let's, let's talk again in six months and, and see how you feel about that. Right. Because, and I, and I, you know, we want it all to be right, but so much in this industry, you know, hiring and we get people the credit or, you know, in Kelly's case, sometimes don't give the credit long before that's earned. Right. Yeah. And and the reality is we've got to, I feel like we've got to let people prove to themselves and some, and us when it's inside of our organization, prove so to true. us who they really are. Well, I think that's unique about real estate, right? Is just because you were from XYZ sales or you were the, the leader of <clears throat> blank company and manager, nothing is guaranteed. Like that resume doesn't necessarily carry over here because to your point, like I can... I want to hire to all the intangibles. Like I get experience and all those things matter, but I'm looking for the intangible. So when people ask me, what should I look for in a coach or, you know, like they come to you for Kevin, my answers are generally hunger. Are they coachable? You know, all these intangibles that a piece of paper or a disc assessment can't answer. Right. Yep. Yeah. Gosh, that's, that's so true. So tell me a little bit more about your coaching organization. Give me an idea. Like how many, how many coaches are part of the locker room? And then um, what are you, I guess, tell me like, what, what are you guys excited about? Like, what are you, what are you going after right now? What's the, what's yeah. the biggest thing that, whether it's in, whether it's something that kind of keeps you up at night as a problem, or maybe something that keeps you up at night because you're excited about it and you're, and you know, you're on the path. Yeah. Great question. So um, thank you for that. We've got uh, just over 20 coaches right now. Now wow. we've got people that are called growth partners who do the specialization and coaching the broker owners, the leadership level. And then we do have some of our impact coaches where, although it's not our one thing per se, they do coach individual agents one-on-one, right? So we cover both aspects of that. But right now, Kevin, man, we are dialed in. We are focused right now. um, For example, we just launched the locker room success systems. This is something that we've been working on for nine grueling months. And if anybody out there, is familiar with like the 12 week year or traction entrepreneur operating system, right? Four disciplines of execution. We essentially combine those into our own style or coaching framework to take clients through, to see that those transformation stories take place. And it's chunked down into 90 day increments of time supported by the tools and systems that we have surrounding the the success system. So we're really amped up about that. Um, man, our big, hairy, audacious goal is, is we want 1%. So if there's roughly 106,000 brokerages out there, independent and otherwise, right, 
we're after 1%, knowing not everybody is for us. And that's okay. I'm cool with that. But man, if we get 1%, which would be roughly a thousand offices, um, we can have a significant impact and move the needle in this industry in the opposite direction. So there's more of a higher retention and success rate. Broker owners themselves are no longer making just 15 cents on the dollar, like studies suggest. We're really in this to, to impact four things. It's growth, retention, productivity, and profitability. I love that. Growth, retention, productivity, and profitability. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I love that. That's that's very clear and concise and something I know that most brokerages and teams would all agree is important. Yeah. Well, most things can be traced back to that. You know, yeah. just like an agent, most things are going to for the most part, come back to lead generation, follow-up, or time blocking. Yeah. And and that's what we found working with hundreds of offices is those four things uh, is where we need to provide real solutions for. That's awesome. I love that. Um, if someone wants to to catch up with you or kind of learn more, whether they're a broker owner or team owner or even an individual agents, they're just interested in learning more about you and kind of what you guys do, what's the best place for them to do that at? Yeah, man. Uh, a couple of places, I guess you can check out the website, which is tlrnation.com, tlrnation.com. Don't confuse that with total request line TRL back in the day with TRL Carson Live. Daly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that was. So TLR Nation, or you can follow us on uh, the social interwebs, primarily Facebook. We put a lot of content out there, a lot of free stuff and just want to add value to the marketplace if nothing else. It's awesome. And well, I'll drop all the, I'll drop those links uh, into the show notes as well. Make sure they get there. Um, let let me ask you this question. It's kind of one of my favorite kind of wind down questions here, Jake, uh, and which I completely just ripped off from Tim Ferriss, but if you could have a billboard that, you know, basically every realtor in America is going to see, they're going to drive by it at some point. And so like, this is your message. This is your chance to get it out to everybody. What would that billboard say? How many, I can only give one answer. No, you can give a couple. I'm good. I'll give the short ones first, then I'll give the cheesy one. Do it anyways, right? Be consistent. And then here's the cheesy one. Real estate is a contact sport. Go get your jersey dirty. And those of you that don't understand what I'm getting at there, it's a contact sport, not like beat up each other. My gosh, it's amazing in some of these groups. I don't know, man. If someone doesn't get that, I don't think they should be your client, to be well, honest. Well, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Like, like to go me, that's, talk to yeah. people. Stop making this some scary lead generation thing that freaks you out. It's called go be a decent, normal human being who has normal conversations. Go build relationships. Congratulations. You just lead generated. Right on. Uh, All right, Jake, before we wrap up, is there, did I forget anything? Is there something that we should cover? A question I should ask you? Any deep, dark secrets you want to share with us? Oh man, that's for another episode. No, (laughs) hey, look, I just want to say thank you, Kevin. What you do, I've been a fan, a follower for years now. This is... um, this is incredible. And thank you for just giving me time and any way I can give back to you, your audience. Um, I don't have to have my hand in everything to still want to help. So let me know. That's awesome, man. I appreciate that guys. Well, uh, thanks a lot, Jake Dixon and uh, the locker room guys, go check him out. Uh, see what he's into. Maybe, maybe you're interested in learning more about coaching. Maybe you just kind of want to follow along because he does give a lot of great content and is truthfully always looking to give back. So uh, Jake, thanks for taking the time out of your schedule to be here with me today my honor, man. Thank you so much. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Today's episode is brought to you by Kevin and Fred's community at eXp Realty. Learn why over 1,000 real estate agents joined eXp Realty last week. Join us for an informational webinar this Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time 
register at intro to exprealty.com.